Paul's Call is brought to you by Brooklyn Betting. For the best sleep ever, go to brooklynbetting.com. Hey, it's your call, man. Yeah, Mitch is on a 90-day probationary period, right? Hey, nitwits. It's Paul's Call. The bad music and all, just letting you know, (laughs) might be on notice around here. I'm playing Paulie Parental yesterday. Gentlemen, a little story for you, right? I'm driving the 14-year-old punk to practice. We're talking about 14, man. Actually, I really wasn't talking, Doug. I was sort of like Wolf. I was sick of hearing myself talk. Good talk, son. Good talk, Doug. So we're listening to Game 1 of the World Series. No score in the game. And here is Cody Bellinger, who had the huge home run yeah. as he takes low ball one in Game 7 of the yeah. NLCS. That's right. We got the Chandler guy. Tell me something I don't know. Well, Coach Tomlin, here's something I did not know. I did not know, maybe because I was on the road. I missed it. I don't you know, the hoopla Monday night. I, I never heard about the aftermath of the Game 7 dinger. And then improbably hurt his shoulder in the post-home run celebration on a forearm bash with Kike Hernandez. What? Unbelievable. This they, is outrageous. They had to call in a doctor, and we're not talking Dr. Phil here, a real doctor, because after a forearm bash... The shoulder popped out on him, and he went in the clubhouse, and what? they popped it back in. Ouch! But, Jess, can you imagine if this actually impedes him during the World Series? After a celebration, and it's happened oh. to him before, <laughs> a few times. Well, it's he's injured himself before on home run celebrations. I mean, what the? You have got to be kidding. Well, not anymore. Lesson learned. As we all know, Cody Bellinger went yard last night. Two run later, Tater pick it up where he left off. Except this time, no forearm back. Here comes the uh, foot tap. I guess the shoulder's okay, John. The shoulder's okay, but that should be their celebration from now on. All foot tap celebrations, gentlemen, going forward for the Dodgers. He joked he was going to do that if he hit a home run. Just he actually did hit a home run. Of course, uh, said four now in the postseason. uh, We uh, we don't bash with our forearm. We use our firearm. This all off shotgun of sports. Sports takes and the D and Big D standing for disrespect in the Cowboys direction after the Cardinals left behind a Cowboys franchise. Engulfed in flames. Let me show you something. We've got a five-alarm <laughs> fire. I mean, a five-alarm fire of a team that might, might win five games, Wolf. <laughs> right. That's a good place, Paul, to start. It, it's not funny if you're wearing the star. You're getting run over and smoked worse than that Cowboys fan. A Cowboy fan, and then he got roasted <laughs> right. at the 35-yard line by a security guard. You talk about piling on. Let's start with Ryan Clark on the state of the Cowboys. Right now, you can't coach your way out of a paper bag. How? And I think when you treat Jeez. people a certain way and you want to walk around with a certain machismo, you can't act like that. No. The other part is the team sucks. The players suck. So they should be more focused on themselves than ratting on their coach. Ryan Ryan Clark on with Keyshawn Johnson this morning. And speaking of the rat. If the rat is in the building, it'll show in time. (laughs) But I'm not going to go trying to find him. It'll show. Okay. This thing is so right on that. Yeah. Well, the rat has shown up in the Cowboys locker room. Desmond Howard on ESPN. You have absolutely no leadership in the locker room. You know why? Because there's a Takashi in the locker room. What? And you're letting him infiltrate the <laughs> no, whole locker room. Niche. He's going out there now telling beat oh. reporters, I don't like this. Six Coach nine. can't do that. So you got to get the Takashi out the locker room. Mm. Oh, ding, ding. Uh, oh. 
Coach Jerry Ball said, I'll fight yeah. every one of you mothers. Coach McCarthy asked about the Takashi in his locker room. I think it's important to handle things as men. Yeah. I mean, if you do have yeah. something to say publicly, that right. I think it's yeah. important to say it to the individual, yeah. okay. uh, particularly in, in, a, um, in, a, in a... Coach, uh, may Calvisi Consulting, the Pauly Piskin division here, suggests that you hire a consultant who's been here and done this, right? Make him your paid spokesperson. If there's something that you have to say, yeah. go say it. Right. And say that you said it. But don't go say a bunch of stuff, but don't yeah. tell him I said it. Right. To me, that's a rap. Mm-hmm. That's a coward and a rap. Oh, yes. Sing, sing. Okay, who's next up in our Cowboys beatdown lineup here? Smash, oh. smash, how, smash. How about a former NFL linebacker? See you in Pittsburgh. Can't wait. Bart Scott on with Keyshawn Johnson then, and he can't wait to take his hacks. Whenever I ever played a Dallas Cowboys team, was always the softest team I've ever played. Right? Oh, Mentally, oh, physically, oh, oh. I'm telling you. Listen, listen, Man, remember. I was on that team. What you mean? <laughs> you know that was all week. We got the dub that day, too. Oh, Bart Scott. Yes. Let's it rip as he bags on Keyshawn's former team. I wasn't soft. So. Yeah, you, you weren't soft, but what I'm saying is the philosophy and as an organization, their brand is soft. They want to act oh. like they're a tough team and they want to act like they're contenders. They're front runners. They've always been a front running organization. As Bart Scott takes aim at the star in the Cowboys' helmet. Whenever we played them, we knew it was going to be barbecue chicken because that's the way they roll. <laughs> Everything is so nice and plush for them. You know, they got the best facilities. They got the best stadium. They got the best of everything. And it makes them soft. And they've always wow. been underachievers. Wow. Now that's Boy, personal. He took one really in the ear hole. That's right. I mean. Uh, Holy, fire up the chainsaw. And we haven't even gotten to you know who. I mean, what the hell is going on? Stephen A. kicking some A as he laughs at the Cowboys' demise. Damn. I mean, Ezekiel Elliott has been bad. And a defense that just appears to be horrid. They are on pace right now through the first six games. Top five all-time in points allowed. The Dallas Cowboys are on pace to go down as the worst defense in the history of the National Football League. The Cowboys are so bad, Doug. How bad are they? That ESPN announcers are telling viewers to turn off ESPN. Marcus Spears, former Cowboys D-lineman. I told y'all last night on Instagram to turn the damn game off. Oh. I know ESPN need their ratings, and I know the Monday Night Crew does a phenomenal mm. job. I'm listening to them, but it ain't no way in hell that I didn't hope that that cable car got cut last night in order to stop the pain that I was going through. So, Cowboys Nation, uh, former players, uh, all hurting, illing. I wish you could feel my pain because right. that's the pain I had waking <laughs> up every day. And we know this because a video has gone viral. I'm viral. Um, No, no. no, Doug. No, Maloney found this. It's a Cowboys fan in a Dak jersey. Dude. In his backyard, he's got a flat screen TV. It's up on a stand for a Monday night viewing party. Dude, what's happening? And he's had it. He gets up, he opens a beer can, takes a swig, then guns at the TV. Right? Boom! And then he walks over. He punches the TV off the stand. And at the end, wait for it here. He's got something on his hip. A handgun. And he fires a series of gunshots oh my into his flat screen TV in his backyard. Okay. Dude. okay. Put a bow on now this one. It's ball. time for another edition of. All right, so what's the opposite of watching Cowboys football? Dude, that was a train wreck for me, man. How about watching a handcrafted, highly intelligent, really well-written Emmy Award-winning feature by Tom Rinaldi? That's the fact, Jack! 
over the weekend, they put him on the spot with Coca-Cola announcing that Tab is going away. Remember Tab, Once Upon a Time? Oh, yeah. Right? So awful. The worst soft yeah. drink in the history of mankind. But it has a place in Americana. And they asked Tom Rinaldi on the spot just to go ahead and ad-lib real quick a eulogy to Tab. More than a taste. It transported us back to a simpler time when we didn't wear seatbelts, when no one wore helmets as they rode their bicycles. It seemed to have some competition from beverages like Fresca. But no, Tab stood alone as more than a sweet treat, as something that could deliver the very best in us. Whether it was chemically dangerous to us or not. <laughs> Tom Rinaldi. I'll that's be a talent. Dying. That that's a exactly. talent. And that's Paul's call. Yeah! Thank you, Paul.